0: Hey everyone, welcome to Omega Voice. Our podcast led by Apostle Andrew Asari, the presiding apostle of Omega Churches and senior pastor of Omega Church Center. Thank you for joining us today. Wherever you are listening from, we hope that this message inspires and encourages your faith. Greetings to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. My name is Andrew Asari. Overseer of Omega Churches, and I'm pleased to be with you again in this on this broadcast. I pray that this broadcast will be a blessing and encouragement to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, let's pray together. Father, we come in the name of your holy child, Jesus. We come trusting you for another time of fellowship with you, with the Son, Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit and with one another. Let your grace abound. Open our spiritual eyes and spiritual understanding. To perceive the things of scripture and the things of your word and the things that you want us to understand and and hold on to in this season and in this moment. In the name of Jesus, at the sound of my voice, anything that will be a distraction, anything that will confuse uh, the understanding of your people, be eliminated and be subdued. We come against principalities and powers in any and forces of the enemy contending with your people and contending with your church. We declare that those powers are broken in the name of Jesus and all lines of communication uh, between uh, you and your people are open now in Jesus' name, and we give you the glory, we give you the praise. We thank you for many miracles, signs and wonders. We thank you, Lord, for the operation of spiritual gifts, even as the word goes forth, and that you confirm your word with many miracles and signs following. Now in the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. We give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today I'm sharing with you uh, on the subject God's power within. Power within. The power of God within you. God was among his people in the corporate sense. When the people of God come together, or even when they are not together, we are all part of the body of Christ, the church whether in the, in the gathering, in, in a gathering place or, or wherever we are. God dwells among His people or in His people in the corporate sense. He's the God who dwells among His people. He's the God who inhabits the praise of His people. He dwells in us and among us uh, with His presence, with His spirit, with His being and person and His personality. But also God dwells in us as individuals. So as the corporate body we are the church and God dwells in the church, but as individuals as well we are God's temple and God dwells in us as individuals as well. Today I want us to look at this subject uh, in the in the in the sense that you as an individual you have God dwelling on the inside of you. You are God's dwelling place. You are a container of God. You are the temple of God who who, who actually, uh, uh, who actually is is the is the kind of house you house you are the very embodiment of the of the of, of God and God dwells in you, praise the Lord. Scriptures uh, share with us um, some very interesting things in this area. We will see how the Godhead, the, the Father, the the Word, or the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all dwell in us, as the Scriptures teaches us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 to 20, we, we, we find out that the Holy Spirit dwells in us. It says in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17 to 20, the scripture says, But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication, every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Verse 20 says, For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So our bodies and our spirits belong to God, so we need to glorify God in our spirits and in our body. We don't belong to ourselves, we belong to God. We don't belong to your own. Uh, your own self so uh, you, you, when people say that well I can do what I please and I w- just want to do what I want to do go places I want to go but you are God's property you belong to God you don't belong to yourself so you're not supposed to just do what you please uh, being um, directed by your, your, your flesh and sensual desires so many people live by the dictates of the flesh but God says we should flee fornication because our bodies are the temple of God, and so that temple must be holy, so the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit amen, and God dwells in your body and in your spirit praise the Lord, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, so let's let's uh, look at that in verse 19, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and and the Bible says in verse 20 that we should glorify God in our body and in our spirit, because God, we belong to God, now let's look at Second um, Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 18, the scripture says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion have light with darkness? And what concord have Christ with Belial? Or what part have he that believeth with an, an, an infidel? And what agreement have the temple of God with idols? So, he's comparing us um, uh, uh, with idols. We are the temple of God. He says, and what agreement have the temple of God with idols? You are the temple of God. He says, for ye are the temple of the living God. In 1 Corinthians 6, he says that the, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, over here in 2 Corinthians 6, verse 16, it says that, for ye are the temple of the living God. So, God dwells in you. That's the Father. First of all, we see the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Now we see the Father dwells in us. We are temples of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So God dwells in you. You are God's house. You are the container of deity. You are the container of God. You are the house, dwelling place of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, for I'll receive you, and I'll be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Praise God! So we see the Holy Spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now Scripture says we are the temple of the Father God. Now we are also the temple of Christ. Colossians chapter one verse Colossians chapter one verse twenty seven reveals that Christ dwells in us. It says, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So we need to understand that the child of God is the, the, the very uh, dwelling place of God. We, have, we are God's house. We are God's temple, and God has designed that He will live in us, dwell in us. Uh, God the Father, and God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they all, the Trinity, the Triune God, they all dwell in you. Now this, uh, th- this reality is very important in, in, in the sense that uh, it's God's uh, eternal purpose, God's designed plan that He will dwell within us as individuals and he will also dwell within us as a corporate uh, body uh, of the church and uh, most of the time we find f- we find strength and uh, and uh, impartation when we we join the body of Christ in the assembling of the saints we draw strength in fellowship we draw strength and inspiration from one another when we pray together when we praise God together when we Worship together, and when we work the works of God together, but when we are left on our own, we need to develop this the sense uh, and uh, uh, of the the sense and the, and the reality and the conscious fact that God dwells in us as individuals, no matter where we are. The Father dwells in you, the son dwells in you, and the Holy Spirit dwells in you, and they are not dwelling in you in certain portions of who they are in certain portions. Of their characteristics or their attributes they are dwelling in you in all their fullness the bible says that it pleased the father colossians chapter 2 verse 9 10 that it pleased the father that in jesus christ you all fullness dwell jesus is the container and the very embodiment of the fullness of the godhead the father son and holy spirit dwell in Jesus, and Jesus dwells in us too, and we are complete in Christ Jesus. So here, here is the very important fact here, that the the, the, the triune being and personalities and, and powers and the forces of the Godhead all dwell in Christ, and Christ dwells in us, and we have been perfected in Christ. So we, 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 we God has brought us to the level where he will fill us with his being, and, and God is supreme, and God is above all, and God is the greatest of all. So the, the greatest uh, uh, life and characteristics and being and attributes of God are all indwelling in, in us. Now our close relationship with God and our prayer life and our commitment and our devotion and our consecrated life will release by measure and by degree all the characteristics and all the attributes of God within us. Now, we release that by degree because of our maturity and because of our level of dedication and prayer and worship and devotion and consecration. It's not because God is within us in certain measures and portions or or percentages no he's within us in all of his fullness and in all of his glory the bible says that christ in you the hope of glory if christ is the hope of glory and christ has the glory and christ is the glory of god and christ dwells in us then all of the glory of god dwells in us but that glory and that uh, and that grace and that and that power and dominion and, and uh, will be manifested by measure and by degree depending on how Dedicated, we are consecrated. We are prayerful. We are, and how much we develop faith and the conscious fact, uh, 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 of, uh, 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 and the consciousness of the fact that God dwells in us. Most believers have not cultivated that awareness and that consciousness of the fact that God dwells in us in all of His might and in all of His power and all of His fullness. Now when we develop that faith and we develop that confidence and we develop that awareness, the measure to which we develop that awareness and confidence will be the measure and the degree to which we will release the presence and the glory and the might and the power and the wisdom and the counsel. Of God, So we grow in God's wisdom and in God's counsel and in God's presence, depending on how much closer we draw to Him in all our commitment, in all our worship, and in all our consecrated life and prayer lives. Hallelujah! So God is in you, Amen. You have to understand that Jesus Christ Himself He operated in the, in the, uh, He operated uh, on on this truth on this on this premise. That there's power within, the God's power is within him. He did not function, um, here on, on earth because he came from heaven and he's the second person in the Trinity. No, the Bible says he took on the form of a man. He was made in fashion as a man and he came here on earth born as a human being and he functioned and operated on earth as a human being. And so, uh, but he operated on earth as human with deity within him. He operated all that he said and did. He said and did those things. He faced uh, all the storms and the criticisms and opposition and the demonic uh, resistance and and battles and warfare against Satan and all that he did. He faced all of those things as a human being, but with the ability of God within him. It's very important as believers that we uh, come to this truth and settle this question in our hearts that we are human yes we are human and we are limited we are limited in our understanding of things we are limited in our authority and power and grace but there is the unlimited resources unlimited grace and unlimited mercy and unlimited authority and unlimited anointing from God through Christ Jesus abiding on the inside of us. And the more we grow in grace and we grow in in faith in the Word and have deeper insight in the the things of God and the things of the Spirit and draw closer to God in prayer and consecration, the more we are going to be releasing that immeasurable anointing and immeasurable power that is within us. There's power within you uh, to walk in obedience to God's Word There's power within you to overcome adversity. There's power within you to overcome devils and demons and sicknesses and diseases. There is power within you to be what God wants you to be. The power of God is within you. There's power within you. Hallelujah. We need to acknowledge the power of the Godhead in us. So let's look at Jesus Christ himself. Jesus, in John chapter 14, verse number 10 to 14, Jesus says, "Believeth thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. He doeth the works. He says, I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Jesus abides in the Father. He dwells in the Father, and the Father dwells in him. And he says that the the words I speak unto you are not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, He dwelleth the works. So whatever Jesus says and whatever Jesus did, He did it not in His human strength or not even in His ability as, 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 as deity, but as, as human with God within Him. He was conscious of the power within. And, and that's the place that many Christians have not yet, um, uh, taking time to develop, to, you know, uh, build up confidence and faith and, and boldness in the glory of God residing in them, in the power of God residing in them. You know, the story is told of, about Smith Wigglesworth when he was asked to go and, and minister to someone who was possessed of devils. And that person was so wild and so uh, strong and energetic that no one could contain him. So he, he's been contained and 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 put in chains. Because if you if you leave him all by himself, he will break, the, and you, without chains, he's just gonna go out and destroy people and, and mess up people's lives and probably hurt them and kill them. So smith walkus went to this person and he's been chained. And when he got there, he got there, uh, the demons in the person says that, you have come here. You have no power to to drive me out and you can't do anything against me. And so I'm here, this is my house, talking about the, the demons speaking, and they're saying that the the person that they have possessed is their house. And Smivukos said, yeah, what you're saying is true. I don't have power. To uh, to drive you out or do anything, but the one who dwells in me, he has the power. So greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world." And so he commanded the demons to come out and they all came out. Smith Wigglesworth had developed the the conscious awareness of the fact that the God who dwells in him, he dwelt the world. And we know about the great stories of uh, Wigglesworth. How that he raised the dead, and how that he worked many miracles and signs and wonders, and uh, healed the sick, and brought many souls to the kingdom of God. So Jesus here says, "The Father dwells in me; He doeth the word. Jesus Himself says that we abide in Him, and His word must abide in us, and uh, we must abide in Christ. We must abide in the vine, and and uh, and what what Jesus, who is the vine, and all that He is, flows. In us so this is our identification with God we abide in God God also abides in us we have become one with God Jesus was one with the Father he says believe me that I am in the Father verse 11 and the Father in me or believes me or, be, or else believe me for the very works sake he says, "Believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else, believe me for the very works sake. He was working the works of God, so that testified to the fact that the Father was in Him. So we must, if we will work the works of God, if we will live victorious Christian life, victorious." Christian life. We will will live uh, uh, victorious over all trials and tests and temptation. If we will be able to conquer discouragement, if we will be able to conquer uh, uh, oppression and depression and conquer sickness and disease and demons and torments in life and to be able to work the works of God and set other people free, we must develop the fact that God dwells in us. Jesus says that Believe me for the work's sake, because all that Jesus was doing, calling the dead back to life, cleansing the lepers, casting out devils, was because God dwelt in him. John chapter 14, verse 11. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. If we believe on Jesus... We will work the same works that he worked and greater works. That's what he said. Uh, how do we believe on Jesus? We believe on Jesus because Jesus dwells in us. If Jesus dwells in us, if we have invited Jesus to dwell in us, it means we believe on him. And if he dwells in us, then the Father dwells in us and the Holy Spirit also dwells in us. And he says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father will be glorified in the Son. Praise the Lord! If she ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. So we will overcome. We will succeed. We will triumph, and we will beat the devil and chase him around. And we will see the backside of the enemy all the time. We will see the devil on his heels all the time. Why? Because God is in us. Because the Father dwells in us. Because there's power within, and this power that is within, great. Uh, 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 this great power that is within is greater than all other powers because there's no other power above the power of Almighty God. He is Almighty God. That means He is omnipotent. His power is above all other powers and that Almighty God was in us. So the more we meditate, uh, uh, the indwelling sovereign might of omnipotence within us the more we can release that glory and release that power so so we need to we need to uh, give attention to this subject and and if we are going to be powerful Christians there are so many wonderful Christians they live so holy and they are so righteous they don't live in sin they live holy lives righteous consecrated lives and good lives but they are weak and powerless spiritually. They they, they they cannot even work the works of God. They can't even cast out a mosquito or a fly. They can't cast out any... Uh, Any devil or demon They can't even overcome temptations Anytime Satan attempts them Any one way or the other they falter Any adversity, storm of life Or difficulty that they face They grow so weak And grow so discouraged And then they they fail and they they falter We need the power of God in us We need the New Testament church The last day move of God That God is going to arise from within us The power of God is going to arise From within us because God was in us you know, yes, I understand that the Spirit of God comes upon us. In the Old Testament, saints that the Spirit of God came upon them. But here is better news for the New Testament Christian who's established on and better promises in the New Testament God is the Holy Spirit doesn't only come upon us but now he dwells in us God doesn't only feel uh, uh, come upon us to use us but he also is in us right now permanently so he the Spirit comes upon us and he's in us so we have the combo of the inward dwelling power of the Holy Spirit and 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 the anointing of the Holy Spirit that comes upon us hallelujah we have that combination we need to understand this is this is great news and this is good news and uh, hallelujah in, in in when we read the scriptures in first John chapter 4 verse 4 the Bible says in first John 4 4 that little children you have overcome them overcome them means Satan demons devils, opposition, anything that comes against you you have already overcome why because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you. Greater is he, anything that will come against us. Listen, child of God, no matter what you face, no matter what you go through, don't face adversities in this life with your intelligence alone. Yes, God has given us tools, the tools of common sense the th- the tools of logic the tools of 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 intelligence to be able to address certain issues in our lives all those things are important god has given us reasoning faculties and common sense and uh, and 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 even people around us that give us counsel and advice and all of that we need all of those things and use We need to use all of those things to address issues and concerns and problems in our lives to get solution. But sometimes some of these uh, answers that we need will go beyond uh, uh, common sense and logic and even human advice. Uh, Some of these uh, problems that we may face in life uh, uh, behind these problems are demonic, terrible, uh, wicked, demonic spirits and, uh, and common sense cannot cast them out and uh, and, and good counsel may, and good advice may not even cast them out. We need the power of God. Don't face the, the things in this world with just your human strength of logic and reasonings and intelligence alone. You need all of that. Yes, you need more of that. Praise God. But you need the power of God within. You need the anointing of the Holy Ghost within you first John chapter 2 verse 27 the Bible says that the anointing abides within you there's power within you the anointing is the flow of the power of God when we say anointing anointing all that the anointing is 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 that the anointing is the flow of the power of God you see the power of God is within every believer latent but the, the anointing means the power is being manifested. When the, you can have the power of God dwelling in you and every believer has the power of God dwelling in them, but it doesn't mean necessarily that the power of God is being manifested. In them or the power of God is flowing out of them. When the power of God is not manifested in you, it means that you are you are not operating in the anointing. You can have the power within you latent and is the power is deposited. The, the power of God is deposited within you and resident in you, but you are not operating in that power, you are not functioning in that power, you are not manifesting that power. When you begin to function and operate in that power and release that power, that is what we call the anointing. Is the anointing Anointing is the functional uh, uh, manifestation and operation of the power of God within you and upon you. That is the anointing. Is the visible, tangible, manifest power or presence of God in your life. And the Bible says in 1 John 2, 27, that that anointing dwells in you. It, it, the scripture says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, uh, uh, verse 7, that we have not received uh, the uh, the the scripture says let me read that for you second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 it says for god has not given us the spirit of fear he's not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind we have the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind that spirit of power is within us. It's not the spirit of fear. It's not the spirit of sorrow. It's not a spirit of defeat. It's not the spirit of confusion. It's not the spirit of, uh, of anxiety. It's not the spirit of unbelief, but God has given us the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. That spirit of power is the is power of the Holy Spirit dwells in you, so there's power within you. And we must learn what it means uh, through prayer and through worship and through uh, declaration of faith-filled words release that anointing within us. When we grow in the conscious uh, uh, fact uh, and awareness of God within and the anointing within, we can release that anointing through worship and through praise and through speaking faith-filled words and through uh, uh, the name of Jesus. Release the anointing in the name of Jesus. When we use the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus Is the name above every name the name of Jesus releases the power of the Holy Spirit and the anointing within us so we must speak in the name of Jesus we command we must command things to be at our disposal in the name of Jesus we must dominate any negative negative circumstance in our lives in the authority of the name of of Jesus. When we use the name, the anointing begins to flow. When we worship, the anointing it begins to uh, be activated. When we praise God, the anointing begins to be a- a- activated. When we talk more and more in tongues, the Bible says that We build ourselves in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that when we pray in the Holy Spirit or talk in other tongues, we build ourselves. That means we charge ourselves like a battery, a weak battery is charged and energized. When we pray in the Spirit, we charge ourselves. Charge ourselves up, the Holy Spirit charges us up, the anointing begins to well up and begin to be Activated the latent deposited resident power of God within begins to be released when we talk more and more and more and more and more in tongues. Talking in tongues, and the power of the Holy Spirit. See, when you are you are talking in tongues, it's not you who is praying, it's not your mind praying, but the Holy Spirit praying in you. And the Holy Spirit, He is the He is the manifest, tangible, uh, uh flow of the power of God or the anointing. He is the one who manifests the anointing. So if you allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you, the anointing sure will be there and will begin to flow. You're not gonna be just the person who is the container of the power of God within, but the one who is operating and functioning and and releasing that anointing, that manifest person. And you have to understand that it's the anointing that does the way. There is the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that uh, 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 Is the anointing that lifts the burden. Is the anointing that casts out devils. Is the anointing that brings salvation to the people. Uh, uh, who are not saved. is the anointing that heals the sick. The Bible says how God was anointed Jesus of Nazareth. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power and he went about doing good, healing all who are oppressed of the devil. So it's the anointing that causes us to go about to lead souls to Christ, to heal the sick and cast out devils and to bring deliverance to the captives. It's by the anointing. It's by the anointing that we serve God. It's by the anointing that we work the works of God. It's by the anointing that we overcome adversity and temptations and tests and trials. It's by the anointing that we break the power of Satan over our lives and over the lives of others. It's by the anointing. So we need to operate in the anointing. And here is the good news. The anointing abides in you. And your worship, your prayer, and your uh, and your faith, and the release of the authority and the power and name of Jesus will Activate the anointing and cause the anointing to begin to flow from within you. So, spend, spending more time with God is very important. So, there's power within you enormous, tremendous, transcendent, and super sovereign might and power in dwell, dwelling in you. Uh, take away from this message that there is the indwelling presence of God power within you, power beyond every other power, power and, and resources from heaven above within you, are beyond anything that could ever resist you or could ever uh, hinder you so you can advance you can progress you can work the works of god you can you 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 can see uh, the blessing of god upon your life the blessing of god in your home and in your family and in the work of your hands you can release that blessing in the in the lives of many others also glory to god the glory to god glory to god power within you uh, I want you to just speak to yourself and say, "There's power within me. The sovereign might and power of God is within me." Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at what it says in Second in Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse six and seven. It says, "For God, who have commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of of the glory of God." in the face of Jesus but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of her of of, 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 of and not of us the excellency of the power the bible says the treasure the treasure of the glorious light of the knowledge of the glory of God that shines in the face of Jesus. That treasure is the power of the Holy Spirit. That treasure is the glory of God. That treasure is in earthen vessels. The earthen vessels is talking about your body, my body, we, which is the temple of God we our bodies are the earthen vessels and the bible says that the excellency of the power may not may, may be of God and not of us so the excellent triumphant transcendent uh, uh, sovereign might and power of God dwells in this earthen vessels. The earth vessels, the body, the body may look so weak and so fragile and so uh, whatever, but there's an excellent power, the transcendent and, and mighty glorious power, the power that transcends all things, the power that uh, supersedes all other powers, the authority that is above every other authority, the name that is above all other names. All these resources, spiritual resources of heaven are deposited in us. Glory to God and we can release that excellent power the sovereign mind the sovereign power of God over Satan sickness disease In the name of Jesus, we can break every hindrance and opposition in the name of Jesus Every mountain before us can be brought low can be beaten low Any the rough places can uh, can be smoothed up All crooked things can be straightened up because of the excellency of the power of the of Almighty God dwelling within us hallelujah Jesus says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 1. Paul prayed that we will know what is exceeding great, the exceeding greatness of the power of God to us who believe. God has released uh, the, His power on our behalf for our benefit. He says that when He raised Jesus from the dead, the power of the resurrection was released and unleashed. Uh, and that power broke the power of Satan, sin, hell, death, sickness, and the grave. And that power of the resurrection that brought Jesus out of the grave, that same power dwells in you. That same power Dwells in me. That same power is the power that it equips us, enables us to be what God wants us to be, to work the works of God, to overcome, to triumph, and to be able uh, to, to uh, uh, be what God wants us to be. Hallelujah. Look at Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse, reading from verse number 14. Ephesians 3, reading from Verse 14 to 21, it says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named, that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, uh, Paul says he's praying for the Ephesians church. In other words, Paul prays for the church. And, uh, and also, that means that the church must pray. That means that believer must pray. That that the, that God will grant them, or uh, 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 grant you and I, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. The Holy Spirit is the one who is the spirit of might who strengthens us within in our inner person the inner man is the inner person it's the spirit within you is the soul within you is your is the place uh, 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 is the realm of of life is the realm of emotions it's the realm of your mind the inner man is the spirit and the soul but the is the spirit and the soul must be strengthened with might by the holy spirit so it that comes through prayer more prayer uh, in the Holy Spirit, or more prayer, and the Spirit, or more prayer and tongues, will, will strengthen your inner inner person. A lot of Christians are good, well-meaning people, but they have weak inner man. They don't have strong inner person. They cave in and crushing and and throwing the towel at the slightest uh, test and difficulties. In Jesus' name, may we rise in prayer. May we be strengthened. May we be empowered and energized and, unctionized and anointed. May we have the unction of the Holy Ghost strengthening us in the inner man. If you are listening to me right now, I transmit the power of God. I declare that Almighty God, Almighty God, the God of heaven, the God of all grace, the God of peace, the God who supplies all the, the anointing without measure. May He strengthen you by His Spirit in the inner man. May any fear and doubt and little of care be broken and rolled out, out, out of your life may you be empowered within your soul empowered in your spirit may you wake up to the fact that there is power within you hallelujah the powers of the sum total of the powers of the Godhead the father the son and the Holy Spirit the scripture says in verse 17 Ephesians 3 the Bible says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Be conscious of the fact that Christ dwells in you. And Jesus Christ, you know, when, when Paul uses the word Christ, he's using the word Messiah. Christ or Messiah means the appointed one or the anointed one. So Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith means the appointed one or the anointed one dwells in you. If the anointed one dwells in you, it means the anointing is in you, because it can. the anointed one cannot dwell in you without the anointing. So the anointing is within you and the anointing must begin to flow. Hallelujah! You can call deep unto deep, Call forth the depths of the anointing resided in you to begin to flow, to begin to come forth, to begin to energize you, empower you, and release you in authority, power, might, and dominion, and the soundness of, of soul and soundness of mind to work the works of God. Hallelujah. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in love. You know, when we walk in love, love is the key that opens the floodgates of the anointing and the power of God when we operate in the love of God love is the is the ultimate love there's nothing that goes beyond love there's nothing uh, 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 that beats love god is love and when we operate in love the, the power of god uh, the, the, there's no there's no limit as to what god can do through us through his power He says that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breath and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ the love of Christ love is love love is the law of the anointing the love of Christ it means the love of the anointing hallelujah the anointing operates in love hallelujah in Christ Jesus there's uh, 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 what is important in Christ Jesus is faith that worketh by love it's not by circumcision or uncircumcision as the bible says in the book of Gal- uh, galatians but faith that worketh by love so when we operate in love our faith will begin to work and the, and the anointing will begin to flow it, it's uh, it's all by love it's all by pr- praise and worship and thanksgiving and prayer but all must be done all that holds uh, uh, the key that holds all of those things together is the love of god operating in us and to know the love of Christ, verse 19, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. The fullness of God dwells in you, and the Bible says that we must be filled with all the fullness of God, and how that happens, the key of love is us to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. It's the love of God, the love of Christ that goes beyond knowledge, goes beyond reasoning, goes beyond uh, uh, our natural uh, our natural skills and talents and ability the love of the Messiah the love of the anointed one the love of the anointing when the, that love will begin to operate in that in, in that love, that 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 love that is without dissemination, that love that doesn't uh, uh, separate others from others but all are God's people, that we love all we forgive all and, and we walk we, we in love towards all we walk we in grace and mercy towards all that we do not hold anything against anybody but the love of god guess what the love, here is the love of god the bible says god commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ came to come came to die for us you know while we were yet sinners while we have yet disobeyed god when we are, have have gone away from god then god commended his love the love of god is not for those people who who are doing great things or wonderful things. The love of God is even for the rebellious. He says, I came not for the righteous, but for the sinner. It's not The love of God is not for good guys and wonderful. Thank God for good guys and wonderful guys. We we need them. We need them around us. They encourage us. They motivate us. They, they cheer us on. We need more of that. I love good people around me, but the love of God goes beyond loving good people. The love of God goes beyond loving good people to even people who are rebellious, and people who are disobedient God commanded his love he commanded his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners he Christ came to die for us Christ came and he died for the sinner he died for the rebellious. He died for the unrighteous. He says, "I did not come for the righteous, but for sinners to repentance." So the love of God will even even love anybody, any people who will not uh, live right or treat you right or even even uh, acknowledge who you are. People who will try to put uh, hinder you, resist you, put you down. You still love them. That's what the love of God is all about. Uh, there's the human love? That's the fiddle love, the fiddle love that you have for friends and family. That's great. We need that. We need that love for friends and family. But the love of God goes beyond the love that we have for friends and family. The love of God is the kind of love that will even love your enemies. It will love the ones that persecute you. The love of God loves the ones that despitefully use you. Hallelujah! When we operate in that kind of love, love for friends and family, and love for our enemies and love for everyone, we will be filled with the fullness of God. It is the law of the anointing. It's the law of the greater one in us. Glory to God. Verse 19 says, And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. When we function in love, when we function in forgiveness, when we function in the kind of love uh, that that embraces all, uh, that receives all, that encourages all, that empowers all, that recognizes all, when we operate in the love of God through us, the flow of God's love, the pure love, the honest love, the Bible says we will be filled with the fullness of God and the fullness of God is the, the triune being within you, the power within Operate in that love, and the glory of God will begin to break forth in an unusual, unusual ways uh, for you. Hallelujah! The love of God is not haughty; it's not prideful. The love of God it doesn't uh, 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 behave as though they are one somebody superior to the other, or someone is 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 subordinate to the other. The love of God embraces all, respects all, reveres all, encourages all, motivates all, inspires all, helps all. Glory to God! That's the love of God. God is no respecter of persons. And when we operate in that love, oh, hallelujah, may we operate in that love. May God Quicken that love and bring that love, the love of God within us. Scripture says in Romans 5, 5 that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is in us and the Holy Ghost is in us with the love of God. The Holy Ghost operates and and, and releases the love of God within us. Hallelujah. That we can be there for everybody and minister to everybody and and be merciful and gracious to everybody. And that, that love of God, when it's functioning, the fullness of God begins to break out from within us glory to God look at what verse 20 says he says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be the glory uh, unto him be glory in the church by christ jesus throughout all ages well, without end. Glory to the Lamb. The Bible says that there's power that's a work within you and God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to that power. The measure of the anointing within you, the measure of God's operation of his power within you will be the measure with which God will do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. So the operation of the power of God, the operation of the measure and the anointing of God within you, it's 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 proportional. To the things that God will do for you. To the things that God will work for you when you pray, when you seek His face. When you seek His face God is looking for the operation of the Spirit and the work, the work of God's love within you. The work of the, of the promises of God alive within you by the Holy Spirit. God looks at all of that and the Bible says He's able to even do exceeding and abundantly and above all that you ask or think according to the power within you. There's power at work within you power of the Holy Ghost. And God is is depending on that power to work miracles. Miracles beyond your thinking. Miracles even beyond your prayer. Miracles even beyond your expectation. God wants to provide for you, supply for you, save and heal and deliver and, and, and bring that release and that breakthrough and that blessing beyond your wildest expectation. But according to the energy of the Spirit within you, according to the power within you, glory to the Lamb of God. May you wake up From this day forward to power within you. Power that transcends all other power. Power uh, that transcends all the powers of the enemy. You know, the Bible says, Jesus says, In my name I have given to you authority over all the power of the enemy. The name of Jesus has power over all the power of the enemy. The name of Jesus subdues every other spirit, personality and beings and anything that is named. It's the name that above all names. May the church wake up to that supreme, sovereign, mighty Power of God within them. May we wake up to that corporate power of the anointing of God as we assemble together, as we connect together, as one with one another, as the church, the body of Christ. May we wake up to the corporate anointing, the corporate authority, and the corporate power. You know, and alongside that, may we wake up as individuals, acknowledging uh, uh, the power within, the glorious uh, resurrection power within, the glorious love of 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 God within. Us. The glorious love of God within us that brings to us the, the indwelling presence of the fullness of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Right now, I want you to just lift up your hands, praise God. Let's just worship and praise God glory to jesus glory to the Lamb. worship and praise god hallelujah praise him and let his glory and his power and his anointing fill you hallelujah the bible says that speaking to yourselves with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart unto the lord when we sing and make melody in our hearts unto the lord it's a sign of the spirit-filled life in Ephesians 5, it says, uh, Be not be filled with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Sing to yourselves, psalms and hymns. So when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, we begin to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Let the Spirit of God well up within you and praise God and, and worship in the Spirit pa man de keto sele de merito meso labrojo lente si que sapaja moje je que repito la rasete vrendesto in mereto ste mererento maracoche que que lo brojos capareito hallelujah morasanda we glorify you lord we thank you thank god for 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 his provision of the spirit within you for his power within you thank god for his exceeding great and precious promises thank god for the anointing of the spirit Within you, thank God that He dwells within you. You are His dwelling place. You are the earthen vessels that contains the glorious, mighty power of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That the excellency of the power will not be of of us or of you, of your frail human body, but the excellency of God's power will flow through you. In Jesus' name, and by that power, you overcome. By that power, you conquer. By that power, you you destroy the works of the enemy. By that power. You advance uh, in life by that power. You advance the cause of the kingdom by that power. You see the glory of God uh, in in the church and in your community, in your nation, in your work, in your vocation, in your call. In Jesus' name, by that power, you manifest the gifts of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, we welcome the anointing. Let's release the power of God. Let's pray for the power within us to begin to flow, to begin to come forth. I pray for you now, church. I pray for you now, child of God, that the anointing will come upon you and the anointing within you will begin to well up from within you to the overflowing. Let the anointing that abides in you begin to manifest. Let the yoke be broken. Let the burdens be lifted. In Jesus' name, let sicknesses and diseases take their leave now, in Jesus' name let demonic power be broken, let witchcraft activity be, be, be nullified and be silenced and be and be, and be and be subdued now, in Jesus' mighty name, glorious power of God come upon you and manifest within you, wake up, wake up child of God, to the power within, to the glorious power of God within, to the power that raised Jesus from the dead that dwells within you, wake up to the authority and dominion you have, and walk in that authority, walk in that that power, walk in that dominion, walk in that anointing, walk in the glorious manifestation of the glory of God and of the power of God upon your life now and always. In, in Jesus' mighty name, we break barriers, we break curses, we break yokes. we break sicknesses, we break diseases, we rise up in glory, we rise up in praise, we rise up in, in, in worship, and we declare the manifestation of the glorious sons of God in the earth. In Jesus' Jesus name going forth and demonstrating the greater glory Going forth and releasing the jubilees of God. Releasing the jubilees of God and demonstrating the jubilees of God. Demonstrating freedom and liberty in the lives of men. Setting humanity free with the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. By the use of the name of Jesus. uh, Setting humanity free uh, by the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon us. uh, Reaching out to territories and communities and releasing the glory of God and the power of God. There is coming times and seasons and we are in those times and seasons that the power of God from within the saint and within the believer will begin to rise up so mightily and so powerfully it will flow through them and flow around them and flow within the uh, 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 certain circumference where they are and the glorious uh, power of God will fill the territories where they are and the power of God will begin to take territories and flow into territories and dispel the darkness within those regions it's time for the people of God to rise up and rise up in, in the territorial anointing. Rise up in the dominion anointing. The anointing that takes territories and takes regions and takes the hidden for God. May we rise up in that un- territorial authority. Territorial and regional anointing and begin to see the hidden come to Jesus and be see, begin to see the sin over the hidden broken. Satanic activity over the hidden broken. May we see signs and wonders. May we see the dead raised again. May we see the blind see again. May we see the crippled leap and walk again in Jesus name all incurable diseases this message is to impart to you that anointing to go for preach the gospel heal the sick cast out devils raise the dead that anointing that comes into your life that banishes fear that banishes weaknesses that takes all confusion may you wake up to the power within to the authority within to the dominion within rise up O church rise up O child of God for this is your day this is your hour, and your season is here, and your hour is here right now. In Jesus' mighty name, we give God glory, and we give Him praise. Come on, lift your hands and bless the Most High God now. Many miracles are breaking For The anointing is flowing. The impartation of God's glory and God's presence. Gifts of the Spirit of God are being released. The Spirit of God is distributing tremendous apostolic giftings and prophetic giftings and revelational giftings are flowing. Utterance giftings are flowing. Now In the name of Jesus Christ The Son of the living God I thank you Father, I give you glory And I give you praise for many miracles Now and always In Jesus precious name Amen, amen and amen Glory to God Glory to God Glory to the Lamb Glory to the Lamb Glory to the Lamb Go and release the power within Go and operate The power within Go and operate the supernatural power, the power that is above all else, the sovereign power, the power that transcends all other power, the authority that transcends all other authority. In the name of Jesus, release the power within, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. If you are listening to me today and you are not saved, you are not born again, you know you are not a child of God. If Jesus came today and to rapture the church, you are not going to make it. You want to give your life to Jesus and you want this uh, uh, sovereign uh, power that transcends all other power to come within you and dwell and reside within you. The power of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Son of God, the power of the Father to dwell within you, the the triune being of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that God had to come and dwell within you. You want to pray this prayer of faith and receive Jesus as your Lord. If you want to do that now, just say with me, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, I come as a sinner, acknowledging that Jesus died on the cross. He shed his blood for me for the remission of my sins. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Wash me from all my sins, for I believe that you died for me and God raised you from the dead. Write my name in heaven, In the Lamb's Book of Life. Father God, I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That prayer brought forgiveness of sins to you. And the the heart of sin is taken out of you. And a new heart and a new spirit has been replaced. You are a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, it's a new creation. The old things, the old heart of sin is passed away. All things have become new. God has given you a new heart and a new spirit. You are born again. You are saved. Your name is written in heaven in the Lamb's book of life. So, friend, uh, get in to study the Bible, go to church, participate in the things of God, and grow in grace. Hallelujah. If there are, if there's any Omega churches uh, close by you, you are, you are welcome to go there in the name of Jesus or join in a Bible-believing church church and grow in the things of God. God bless you as you you, you walk in the things of God and you walk in the ways of scripture and the ways of God. Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your loved ones. For more information about our church, make sure to visit our website at www.omegachurchcenter.org. God bless you.